55 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let about the I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yo! How y'all are? What up to everybody and everything tuning into the show? Music a little louder than normal. <laughs> Turn it down myself over here. There we go. Assuming I'm on the air. What's up with y'all? Y'all can be a part of the show today, just like normal. On the Divinity Equipment phone, hit me up, 995-1059. Phone line open to you. You may text me. You may text me at 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, or 601 number, 885-3776. On the all-new Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Meat Packers, a great Mississippi company. You can go into Walmart and get Country Pleasing sausage, hit them up right there, and you need to stop in. If you haven't already, I've tried to tell you about this a little bit before, but if you haven't already, stop in the butcher shop at Country Pleasing Meat Packers. It's right there on Highway 49 in Florence. So, you know, you're headed out of Jackson, headed south. You know, you go to Florence. Right there on the highway, you can see it. And if you've never been in there, if you're an eater, I got my hand up, okay? And if you like, I'm not talking about just sausage. And I'm not talking about just pork chops that are that thick and steak and every. I'm not talking about just that, but anything you can think of regarding cooking and grilling and eating. (laughs) It's a really cool place, and y'all need to check them out. So y'all check me out. On the uh, Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number, 885-ESPN. Text me, or if you need the number, it's just 885-3776. Hey to everybody who's watching on Facebook. Look at there. It's always a neat thing when uh, the first person to join in on the live stream on Facebook is my own mother. Hello, Mom. How are things in... Soggy with Tumpka, Alabama. Mom gets a round of applause. (laughs) And it is soggy. Hey, and I've got a real treat for you coming up today. Uh, I'm going to let you listen in to a conversation or part of a conversation that I had with Will the Thrill Clark. Will Clark. The Will Clark. I can't wait to play just a little snippet of you, uh, of it for you on the show. You're going to like it. 
But I will tell you that the entire conversation, the whole interview is available for you on my podcast, a dog pile podcast, a Mississippi State baseball podcast, anywhere you get uh, podcasts, anywhere you can get them. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, Google Play, you name it. You can get it right there. Just search, type it up, type it up, Dogpile, and subscribe, and you can listen. Episode 50 of Dogpile Podcast with Will Clark. I'm going to give you a snippet of that that I want you to hear, and it's related to the fact, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's related to the fact that Will Clark will have his jersey number 22 retired this spring by the San Francisco Giants. I say this spring, I think... They decided to do it last year and then set it for this year. And then I think the ceremony is actually maybe in July. I think it's like the first couple of weeks of July. It's right before the All-Star break when they're going to have the ceremony and retire the number 22 of Will Clark. And anyway, you're going to get to hear what he said about that. And the whole conversation on that is available for you on the Dogpile podcast. Look it up. Also today... Uh, peek into what everybody said after National Signing Day. We're going to do that coming up. I want you to hear what Mike Leach said, some pretty cool stuff there. I want you to hear what uh, Lane Kiffin said. Now, there's much angst about, well, Ole Miss didn't sign as many players yesterday as it was allowed to. What does that mean? You know, Ole Miss didn't have a very highly ranked class. You know, what does all that mean? And there's this little bit of a fun, I don't know if you can call it fun, but kind of a contentious, snippy argument going on around the water cooler today. You know, there's some state fans kind of pointing their finger and going and snickering and saying, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, you know, he didn't recruit well. There's some Ole Miss people going, well, you'd rather save those spots and get great players as opposed to just filling the spots just to fill them on signing day, all that kind of stuff. So where does the, where's the reality in it for Ole Miss? And I've got an opinion on that. We're going to get into it. So you're going to hear Kiffin, you're going to hear Leach, all that and more. On Twitter, I am at Radio Wyatt. At Radio Wyatt, that's me on Twitter, so hit me up there. Text line open to you, 885-ESPN. I got an email here, and it is related to something that Mississippi State Baseball just tweeted. Okay, the email just came out. Hail State Baseball on Twitter. Raise your hand if you're a Mississippi State fan. Hail State Baseball on Twitter. Says, uh, the best ballpark in college baseball just got better. What does that mean? Well, just before this show began, I got an email from... My buddy Greg Campbell, he's the uh, sports information director for Mississippi State Baseball. And this is one of those things like it pops up. If you've ever done anything like this, a podcast or a radio show, you know, it pops up and it's something that's really interesting and you weren't necessarily planning on it when you, you know, put kind of thought about what you're going to do on your particular broadcast that day. Now, I hadn't planned on this because it just came out. But the title of the email comes from Greg. He's a sports information director for Mississippi State Baseball, and it says, Fan Experience Upgrades Announced for Duty Noble Field in 2020. So listen to this. I think if you're a state baseball fan, you're going to find this very interesting. And some of this, you're going to, when I, when I read this, your eyes are going to go, wait a minute. Yeah, and you're going to think back to some original renderings that you saw. 
And again, hey to everybody who's watching live on Facebook. Angie, Dorothy, Dustin, Linda, Lynn, Lee, Lynn, Rodney, Terry. Hey to everybody. What do y'all think about this? Here's what it says in the email. After christening the new Duty Noble Field with a school record for total attendance in the program's 11th trip to the College World Series last season, Mississippi State Athletics has announced a number of fan experience upgrades to the venue for the 2020 baseball season. The upgrade features cover uh, everything from stadium entry, upgraded concession offerings, added concession points of sale, and seating upgrade options, which we talked about that a little bit. I don't know if you remember that, but remember, so a couple weeks back, we're talking about, oh, Duty Noble is sold out for the season. But there were some options where you could actually access chairback seats in games that people who own those didn't come. You know, and it's via an app, and you buy that right and all that. So there are ways to get in. So here are some of the things. Again, an email, I just got it just a minute ago before we came on the air. Upgrades announced for Duty Noble Field. Number one, food truck dining. What do you think about that? This season, all right, the concession offerings will be expanded through the addition of food trucks at Duty Noble Field. Various food trucks will be located near Adkerson Plaza. Now, time outside note, step aside here. Is it Plaza or is it Plaza? What is it? I always said Plaza. Am I doing that right? Like you watch Home Alone 2, right? They run the commercial. The luxurious Plaza Hotel. That's Plaza, isn't it? Okay. Back over here now on the story. The Plaza, the Adgerson Plaza, if you've ever entered the stadium like um, into right field, that circular area out there in right field that's raised up, you take a right, you go into the outfield, you keep going, you're in the grandstands. Um, It's shaped like a baseball. That's the Ron Polk Ring of Honor. That's the Adgerson Plaza in right field. So various food trucks are going to be located near Adkerson Plaza in right field and just beyond the left field lounge due to uh, down the third baseline. The lineup for food trucks will be announced at a later time. Food trucks from the plaza down the third baseline. Food trucks in a college baseball stadium. Bring it on! You're not getting invited to any of those... Uh... Whatever tailgates or hey, cooking they're doing out there. I don't have to be invited. <laughs> Hard to, I, mean, I don't know how they're going to compete. They're going to come up with some pretty radical menu items. Well, you know, that's the thing about it. I mean, like, what if one of them is Mexican food? You know, there's some people who they can make whatever they want in their left field lounge spot. But say you don't have one of those yeah. and you're in the grandstand, you just want to saunter out there past third base and go get you a burrito. <laughs> I'm all for that. It does sound sound nice. And it's just cool inside the stadium. All right, here you go. There's more. New concession offerings. This season, the Duty Noble Field concession stands will feature two new items. As, here we go, Roger, chili cheese fries and chili cheese nachos have been added to selected stands. Nice. How about some muscadine and ripple ice cream? A pair of new vendors have also joined the rotation in Rev's Pork Rinds and Patton Concessions Funnel Cakes. 
funnel cakes. Man, it's gonna smell. We're gonna go to a ball game. It's gonna smell like Six Flags out here. I was gonna say fair, but without the cattle. Yeah, that's right. They they do add a uh, hey, bring the cattle out aroma. there. To, yeah, bring them out there. <laughs> All right, grab and go. Four new Hale State Eats grab and go stands will be added for the 2020 season throughout the stadium. This will help to increase convenience for purchasing bottled beverages and quick snacks. Grab and go. What's that? I mean, what does that mean? All right. Maybe you order with an app or something. And maybe ready when you get there. That'd be nice. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. State style stores. In partnership with Diehard Fan Supply, the Dude, Duty Noble Field, going to add two expanded retail stands. State uh, is expected, I'm sorry, is excited to offer increased merchandise availability within the park in the form of new dedicated outfield pop-up stores, along with a large concourse shop down the Duty, first baseline. So we're selling Duty stuff. Duty Noble Mall. Yeah, we're selling hats and shirts and jerseys and whatnot. <laughs> and, hey, y'all, there's a ball game going on. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, you better keep your head on a swivel. Um, here we go. People are going to love this, by the way. They're going to love this. Expanded left field lounge entry gate. Where's my applause? Where is it? Hey, you know who you are. I'm tired of hearing about it. <laughs> In order to increase efficiency of entry through the left field lounge gates and center field, the entrance has been expanded. Fans can now enter and use a new sidewalk that heads directly toward right field through the little dudes zone. And y'all know where that is. That's where they have the big inflatables, which you'll pass that if you go in the left field lounge and you're headed to the food truck. And then, uh, by the way, they had the mobile access pass, which they offered that. I had a note on here two weeks ago from Rhett Hobart about Hey, you know, it's $299. You can get a mobile access pass. At the time, they only had 75 left. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, they are sold out. Well, that's good news for state, but for you, if you don't have one sold out, you're not getting one this year unless you, I guess, I don't know, figure out a way to buy it off somebody else. So now that's the deal where you would pay to float and possibly get a good seat. That's it. Pay oh, it. Yeah. And and you you are in the stadium for any game throughout the year for 300 bucks. You can meander amongst the food trucks to your heart's content, right. no matter what. But if there is, if you're there and you punch in that you're there, and there's somebody not accessing their chairback seats for that game, you get them. Those are sold out. So really, it's a great idea. I thought. And I'd be so to know yeah. how the app keeps up with who's sitting where. Yeah, I would love to know that. Right. Uh, general admission standing room only season tickets are still available at cost of $199. And then the flex plan, which is $75, that offers 10 general admission tickets that can be used in any quantity for any combination of games. So it's a limited number of tickets that just get you in there. All right. There you go. So what do you think about that? I'd love to know your feedback. To me, the, the food truck thing, the fact that you're going to have food trucks uh, down the, the third baseline leading out towards the outfield where you come in at Adkerson Plaza. That's just really cool. You're going to have expanded entry in to left field lounge from the center field entrance. You're going to have more of those grab-and-go options where you don't have to stand in line at the concession stand, that kind of thing. When you do go to the concession stand, they have a few more items that they've added, and there will be more stores. Like if you go and you're wanting to buy a hat, a shirt, a jersey, all those things – 
You just have more options. There are more ways to spend money at Duty Noble Field than ever. But the one thing I do like about it, one thing they've done at Mississippi State, and I think, Roger, more and more athletics venues are doing this. I know they've done it in football, and a lot of places are looking at it. They are copying the Atlanta Falcons model at the Mercedes Dome that replaced the uh, Georgia Dome, uh, where the concession prices are super, super low. And they just thought, well, that's one thing. You know, we're charging all this money for tickets and stuff. We're, we're not going to do these markups on food items. We're going to make the pizza cheap, the drinks cheap, hot dogs cheap, where, you know, while you're there, you can eat a, a bite or two without it costing you 25 bucks, you know. So they're, they're enhancing the experience without necessarily costing themselves anything. Right, because these Things honestly, that pay for themselves. Right, because the cost yeah. is going up anyway, right? I mean, ticket sales aren't going down. I mean, ticket prices aren't going down anytime soon. Uh, they're prim- primarily going up. And in places that are in demand, like Duty Noble Field in, at Mississippi State, you know, until further notice, they're very much in de- demand. They just sold, you know, more tickets for this season than they ever have. They figure out a way to get people in there with a chance to have a chair back seat. They sold all those out. And baseball is just so popular in the state of Mississippi. And I love it. Yeah, I love it from a personal perspective because I've always been a baseball fan. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of a football player for a little while. Always wanted to be one. Uh, But I've always just been a baseball fan. And so it's really cool to be here because people here are baseball fans. Ole Miss was – they only lacked, I think, what – when we talked to Mike Bianco last week, they only lacked, what was it, 125 maybe more tickets to sell and they would have sold and broke their previous record of number of tickets sold before a season. People are just crazy about it. Last season, last college baseball postseason was just outstanding in that you had regionals going on 90 miles apart in Oxford and in Starkville. And you're selling them out, putting 30,000 people in a weekend in both of them. (laughs) And, you know, there are other places around the country in college baseball, they'd be happy to have 4,000 over a weekend. Heck, Southern Miss and Hattiesburg is putting four, 5,000 in there a game for a three-game series. So you're talking, I mean, you're, you're pushing 15,000-plus in a three-game series in Hattiesburg. I don't know how you put your finger on it. There's been a lot of discussion over it over the years, and some things are obvious. I mean, you know, you had success at State, and Ron Polk kind of started a thing, but look, you go, well, they have money, and they have great youth baseball in Alabama, in Georgia. They have money. They can build stadiums. When it's 75 and sunny here, well, it's 75 and sunny there too. But for whatever reason, the people in this state just love college baseball more. And we're going to see it really soon. So one week from tomorrow will be first pitch. Uh, We had Coach Mike Bianco on the show last week. Tomorrow, if everything goes according to plan, we'll have Coach uh, Chris Limonis from Mississippi State here on the show to preview uh, the upcoming college baseball season. And uh, there's some unknowns, but State, uh, really high expectations. They're going to have a lineup that is very much expected to be, certainly in the top five of the lineup, as good as anybody in the country. Uh, They have a Friday night guy who's already – been as been drafted as highly as anybody in the country. He came on to college anyway. That's JT Ginn. And he's going to go out there and try to prove it and do it all over again. And they like what they have. 
it just kind of have to figure it out. Rotation, who's what, who's going to step up, who's going to stay healthy, and all that kind of stuff on the mound. Uh, but State expected to hit it around the park and score some runs this year. Yeah, buddy. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right. So uh, coming up next, we'll flip it over and we'll go football for you. Um, I'll let you hear what Mike Leach said, some of the things that Mike Leach said. There were a few zingers. Ah, well, zinger's not really the right word. That gives the impression that there was something, I don't know, like you're taking a shot at somebody. Um, there were a few, you know, chuckle moments uh, from Mike Leach in his press conference talking about signing day yesterday. But more importantly, he gave you the blueprint for how he's going to handle the quarterback position at State. He gave you the blueprint. He said it. He laid it out. He said it. And the question that led to it, I don't know if you caught it or not, but the question that led to it yesterday was, are you going to come out of spring practice with a starting quarterback? Now, a little bit of a loaded question because we all know the answer was going to be no because they're bringing in uh, K.J. Costello, who won't be here in the spring. So a tad bit of a loaded question. But his answer was very telling as to how this thing's about to play out. So just getting started with you here on this Thursday, I'm going to get to your texts and your phone calls and all that kind of stuff. Y'all text me on the country-pleasing text line, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stick around. Back on the show. Welcome in to the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team in all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. Local agents that you can deal with one on one, face to face. And that's the way it is. Send me a text today if you'd like on the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Meat Packers. You need to stop in their butcher shop on Highway 49 in Florence if you haven't already. Incredible. If you're a sausage eater, you need to get some of that um, pepper jack and green onion. Lord have mercy. I want to try their stuffed pork chops. You need to just go in and try it, Roger. Just go in there and get them. Go in there and... Come out with a bag. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly will. It's really good. 885-ESPN. That's the uh, country pleasing text line. 885-ESPN. If you need the number, 885-3776. Give me a shout. I'd love to hear your voice today. On the, You know, it's not just me. Others would like to hear your voice, too. In this community of this radio show, there are people who... You know, they get tired of just hearing Matt's voice or Roger's voice. Let's hear your voice on the Divini Equipment phone line. Divini Equipment in Madison and Jackson. They are your Kubota dealer. You pull up, you see the big orange fleet in the parking lot, but it's not just orange. 
There's some blue in there, too. That's New Holland. So Kubota, New Holland, Toro, from big, huge machinery right on down to hand tools and everything in between. That's what they have at Divinity. They've got you covered. So check them out. All right, the Divinity phone is 995-1059, a 601 number, 995-1059. Let's see what Nick said. He says now, talking about Duty Noble improvements, now, if they could just get into the 21st century and sell beer. Yeah, I don't know. Is that what's best, Nick? Is that what's best? Just because something's new doesn't mean it's best. Well, I've only been to a few things there at State, so I can't speak to the overall, you know, year-round thing going on. But you come through there in the fall, it's not like you're not going to encounter people who are slightly (laughs) lubricated. I mean, so why not just help them out there and have it right there so they don't have to haul a cooler? (laughs) Yeah, right, right. And, that's what uh, that. Let's say that magic word. Monetize it. That that's what a lot of schools have done. That's right. Anthony from Tupelo says. Now, if we could just get some actual seats for general admission, folks, instead of having a drag a lawn chair sitting on the ground. Bulldog Blitz says, "Did you play baseball in high school, Matt? Yeah, I sure did. I sure did. Lots of fun. Played in a very competitive." Level of uh, what, 6A high school baseball in Alabama? They didn't have travel ball like they do now. No. Right? I, if the, Probably it, a small, smaller thing then. Yeah. If they did, I didn't know about it. Yeah. You'd have been right there in it, wouldn't you? May, well, I don't know. I don't know. We didn't have a ton of money to throw at stuff like that growing up, to be honest with you. Um, Spence says, uh, Spence in Brookhaven. Matt, there's been some talk of the weekend rotation being Ginn, Sarantona, McLeod. What do you know? Uh, have you seen or heard about McLeod? Okay, I've, I've not seen. I've only heard. Big left-handed. It sound. It has always sounded to me, Spence, like State felt like he would be the, um, like he would be the Saturday guy was really, it sounded like, again, according to coaching staff, it sounds like he was on pace to be, you know, a weekender last year, but had an illness that kind of set him back and had a hard time getting over it and uh, kind of messed him up and just knocked him out of commission for a while. And and they didn't have time to wait on him last year. But back to full speed, and they really like him. I mean, they talk very confidently about Christian McLeod. And then with Sarantola, you know, Canadian guy, hockey guy, tough guy, 6'5", 200-plus, long arms, electric stuff when he's got it working, you know, electric fastball, mid to upper 90s on that fastball when he wants to be at, at times. And, of course, in a starting role, he go out and throw six, seven innings. He's not going to be throwing 97, but he can if he wants to. But he's probably settling in there 92, 93 or trying to and then get everything working. And for him, it's just a matter of, maturing and control and command, those three things. And at some point for him, the light bulb is going to go, and then it's going to be Katie bar the door for everybody. He'll be pitching in the major leagues. You know, I'm not making a direct comparison. I'm just saying there's a parallel sort of, if you were to look at a guy like um, Brandon Woodruff, 
Wheeler High School, small school in Mississippi, goes to Mississippi State. All world out of high school is so good at everything athletic, goes to state. And there were things that he's just trying to learn to be consistent at that level. He never, in, in the short time that Brandon was at Mississippi State, he never became like this bell cow kind of guy on the mound. Because during that time he was in college, it's just it's this raw talent that still wasn't completely in command all the time. And it wasn't until actually he moved on to the minor leagues out of college and began to work and work and just grew and got older. And then one day the light bulb went, and he's got full command of everything. Got it dialed in. And look at him now. You know, he's in a rotation in the major leagues and and by all accounts going to be there for a while. So I think maybe that's what you're looking at with Sarantola. If you're a state fan, you just want it, you know, you want it to happen fast. Well, experience is kind of the one thing you just can't speed up. Hey, um, I teased this earlier. I don't know if y'all heard this, but I, I hope you did because I want you to hear it. I did a really or had a really cool thing happen. I got to interview one of the guys I grew up watching play. I got to interview Will Clark, the legend at Mississippi State, who is now having his number 22 retired for the San Francisco Giants. They're going to retire this coming summer, just before the All-Star break. The entire Will Clark interview is available for you on uh, one of my podcasts that we do, Dogpile, the Dogpile Baseball Podcast, the Mississippi State Baseball Podcast. Anywhere you get a podcast, search it. Dogpile, there it is. Subscribe, listen. You can find it on my Twitter feed as well. I'm Radio Wyatt. We posted it yesterday and last night. The whole thing's there. This is a snippet where I ask Will Clark, how did it hit you when you learned that the Giants are going to retire your number 22? Well, you know, they had, uh, the Giants had a rule um, that they were not going to um, retire jerseys from people that weren't in the Hall of Fame. So you had to be a Hall of Famer. And then, uh, I think it was two years ago, they retired uh, Barry Bonds' jersey. And, uh, you know, Barry was not in the Hall of Fame. That's So that sort of opened the door for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I had heard some some uh, you know movement of that in the front office. And then last year, uh, uh, they called me in to the front office, and, uh, and one of the owners and, and one of the directors of marketing who – is a very good friend. They said that they were going to retire my jersey, and but he said I can't say anything until you know we have a ceremony. I mean, the ceremony was like two or three months down the road. Yeah, and so you know, I, I, needless to say, I told my wife, but I couldn't tell anybody else. <laughs> I was just, I was jumping through my skin, you know, wanting to tell somebody, and I couldn't do it. But then once the once the ceremony came around, everybody, everybody's all excited and uh, I know that uh, they have the ceremony this year is going to be July 11th which is right before the all-star break mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's going to be absolutely unbelievable because you know my number will be up on the wall and uh, numerically just the way it lies uh, I'm going to be up there next to Willie Mays who's the best that's ever played Willie Mays isn't that, isn't that cool it's Will Clark Talking a little bit about getting his number retired in San Francisco. That'll happen this summer. The whole thing available for you on the most recent episode of the Dogpile Podcast. Stick around. 
You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. And we're back in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau, Farm Bureau Insurance, in all 82 counties across the state of Mississippi. Give them a chance. If you haven't already, you'll be glad you did. Somebody you can deal with one-on-one, face-to-face. It's probably a local person you already know. Somebody that's a member of your community. The folks at Farm Bureau Insurance are, you know, dads and moms and t-ball coaches and uh, parent teacher association volunteers and you know deacons in your churches that's that's who they are give them a chance you'll be glad you did look them up and find uh, an agent in your area at favrates.com so football promise this to you I want to get into it this is a little bit of what they said yesterday on signing day let's start with Mike leach Uh, Let me give you a couple of snippets here. Mike Leach talking about the differences. He was asked this yesterday. The differences recruiting in, you know, Washington, recruiting to Pullman, Washington, Washington State University versus Starkville, Mississippi, and Mississippi State University. Yeah, you go three hours from home instead of uh, all the way to American Samoa or to South Florida. Yeah. Yeah, that instead of a 4,000-mile circle, we have about a four-hour one, you see. Um, now that and the, the fact that, uh, yeah, just the concentration of players that are here and the quality of players that are here nearby. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, you get more face time with them. You know, I got uh, uh, <clears throat> a lot of face time with, uh, with airplanes, you know, uh, uh, out there on the West Coast, which, you know, and it's a great region and just great geography and everything's different one place to the next. But here, you know, what's exciting is uh, you can see a lot of recruits quickly. And then, uh, and I think, uh, you know, you got the benefit of a little more, uh, you know, quality time as far as getting to know one another. And then the other thing is, is as we go into spring, I'm sure there'll be a lot of unofficial visits and people on campus where they'll get to see our product on the field uh, quite quickly and thoroughly uh, in a fashion that uh, was more difficult. That's Mike Leach recruiting in Mississippi versus recruiting out on the West Coast. This is from yesterday's press conference for signing day. He began it talking about the four players they signed. He talked a good bit about K.J. Costello and all the quarterback stuff. So, uh, real quick, off season. There was a question about how are your players taking to the off-season program right now? They seem to like it quite a bit, and I knew that we were going to kind of raise the bar as far as uh, the workload and the work level and the variety of things that we asked them to do. But, uh, you know, they've really embraced it. I would say I would categorize it as uh, enthusiastic, uh, positive feedback, occasionally tired. (laughs) Enthusiastic, positive feedback, occasionally tired. All right, here's what you came for, quarterback. The question for Mike Leach was, 
You going to come out of spring practice with a starting quarterback? I don't plan to come out of spring with the starter because I think you always compete for your position. So I do not plan to do that. I plan to figure out where everyone's at and, uh, you know, first teach them the offense, figure out where everyone's at. And as we uh, figure out who's ahead, then we're going to have to channel the reps towards the guys that are ahead. You know, as you compete for reps and you you perform better, then you're going to get more reps. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be a challenge this spring. But uh, and then, you know, if you're if you're in, we'll have two skills going, so that'll help. Uh, you know, but if you give uh, five guys even reps, uh, you'll successfully make five people extremely average. So, and that's you know, I mean, I'd I'd love to do it, but I, I don't have. Well, first of all, there's a, the 20-hour rule, so I don't have that many. Then I don't have five full sets of productive offensive linemen or five full sets of receivers and five full sets of running backs. And so then the product diminishes there, and, you know, you're working on something, but you're really not working on execution, you know. What do you think about that? I found that interesting. You know, where in terms of quarterback, he's just kind of telling it like it is. Is, you know – it, there's more than just one reason why you would come out of spring practice without your starting quarterback. You know, the main reason, likely, that he can't say it, can't just come right out and say it, but we can, is that there's a great chance that this transfer, Costello, is the one who comes in and, and wins the job. They say great chance. It's not a given. There's just a great chance. Now, somebody alerted me yesterday to the fact that last season at Washington State, they brought in a transfer quarterback who did not win the starting job. And I think that's what I touch on a lot is certain things look likely, but they're never 100% givens in these battles for playing time. There are so many variables and so many factors. You know, what if somebody comes in and two weeks into fall camp, they get a concussion. Well, we didn't plan for that. So, you know, this starter, that starter, but it's it's likely. Okay, he's not going to come out and say it, but you're not deciding anything on that quarterback position until Costello gets on campus and, get, and starts going through the stuff himself. But there is also this element of, in spring practice, it may be some guys, it, it, there will be a quarterback competition. The competition will be, not to eliminate yourself. So think about it that way. As spring practice wears on, and then you get into summer and they'll do it again in the fall, you start to pare down who's getting most of the reps, and it's whoever's ahead of the other guys. So if you're the one that gets shuffled to the back of the pack, you start getting less and less practice reps. You're standing there watching instead of going through stuff. And that starts to sift things out as well. And he even talked a little bit yesterday about the whole transfer thing and that there's no way to know, but you understand because these competitive people want to play. They don't want to watch. So anyway, a little bit of Mike Leach's press conference from yesterday. Y'all let me know what you think. Text me on the country, please, and text line 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Call me. Call me. On the Divini phone, 995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059. Here's a few texts for you. 
Superior JR says, My grandfather was a very long-term season ticket holder at Duty Noble. He had a row of box seats on the first baseline. When he passed away, my dad kept getting the season tickets for several years. The ticket prices were locked in at the same rate for all those years I mentioned above and were supposed to remain the same as long as we kept getting the tickets every year. Well, guess what? JR says, when they started remodeling the stadium, State quit honoring the agreement. Now we no longer have those tickets, and State refused to give us the old metal chairs they removed from the stadium. Those seats were in my family for 30 years. Sorry to hear that, JR, and appreciate your text. From uh, Speaking of uh, the country pleasing text line, this is from Casper. Casper says, I like the pork loin that is stuffed with mac and cheese and wrapped in bacon from Country Meat Packers. Country Pleasing Meat Packers, Highway 49, Florence. Go in the butcher shop if you haven't already. Roger, what do you think about how that sounds? Oh, it's wrapped in bacon. Sounds good. <laughs> mac and cheese, check, like that. Pork tenderloin, like that. Bacon, <laughs> love that. Take anything, it's wrap like it the, in bacon. What do they call it when you get the, the, the big three? The uh, When you do three in a row or something, whatever. Uh, a triple? <laughs> you get everything you need. In, yeah, yeah. Pork yeah. loin stuffed with macaroni and cheese and wrapped in bacon. Come on. From country pleasing. Triple crown. <laughs> That's right. Let's see here. Was this today? Yeah, this is today. This is, this is from JC. He says, next trip to... What is CMP? Oh, country. Okay. He got the him in the wrong place. <laughs> country pleasing meat packers would be. He's he's saying CMP as in country meat packers. Instead of. I was saying the P is for pleasing. Shouldn't it be country pleasing meat packers? CPMP. He says buy a mac and cheese stuffed pork loin. You thank me later. Two texts in a row. On the country pleasing text line about the same thing. I, I've got to get one. I know my next thing. I've been on a roll. Bring myself to some good cheese. Yeah. From, from MSU. And I'm gonna go down there and get some of that uh, stuffed tenderloin, and I'm gonna be ready. Bring it. All right. I got about a minute, Chris. Chris on the Davini Equipment phone. Got about one minute or so. Go ahead, Chris. What's up, Matt? Why? How are you doing? Just right. Thanks for calling. I listened to that Will Clark interview. Um, I enjoyed it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I've never been the biggest Will Clark fan, mm-hmm. but I have my reasons. And maybe one day I'll decide to share that with you. Okay. All right. But um, especially since you only have a minute, I can't tell that whole story. <laughs> but so, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear I'm glad to hear about him getting his number retired and. Y'all keep up the good work, and I'll talk to y'all later. See ya! See ya! Thanks, Chris. Appreciate the call. Call me anytime on the Divinity Equipment phone. Think about that feud that uh, George Costanza got into with the baseball player. Oh, yeah, that's turned, right. Turned out to be a misunderstanding. <laughs> that's right. The magic loogie. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten about that. Bigglesworth says, How the... <laughs> Is Will Clark not in the Hall of Fame? Hour two coming up in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me.
You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. 